Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cup. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show today. Uh, I, w- I want to just uh, share uh, something with you um, along your way um, to wherever it is you're trying to get to. You know, um, every everybody has a different definition for success. And I'm not I'm not here to tell you what yours should be. I mean, please pursue whatever you think success is. Aim as high as you can, though. Uh, that's for sure. My father used to say all the time, I'm sure you all have heard it in different variations, but he used to always say, aim for the moon just in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. He'd say that to me all the time. So that always was in me to aim high. Now, he wasn't saying aim with the intent to miss. He was just saying aim. In case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. If you aim for the moon. But if you just aim for that first floor window and you miss it, you know, usually run into some type of wall and, and nothing happens. You slither down. You know, in my book, uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, I told uh, people that men love three ways. They profess, they provide, they protect. And that's the core essence of a man's love. Well, there's some other P's in life, too. The number one thing you have to understand about trying to be successful, and I guess I'll call this the four P's. I may come up with five along the way. I don't know. I'm just talking as it's given to me, so. I'm going to start by saying that these are the four P's of 
uh, success that you have to get ready for. Number one is pressure. A lot of it is applied by the circumstance of what you're trying to go for and what you're trying to do. But a lot of it also is self-imposed pressure. It's, it's what you put on yourself to make it. It's, it's a sense of urgency. It, it's a sense of necessity. But pressure is the first thing I want you to be ready for. And pressure comes in a lot of different forms. But it's going to be pressure. There's an old saying that pressure busts a pipe. See, that's why most people turn around because of the pressure of trying to be successful. I want you to get it in your mind that it is going to be a pressurized situation on your rise to the top. Pressure. But understand that that is what it is, is not going to change. That's it. Prepare yourself. Get ready for there to be pressure. The second thing I want you to understand is when you receive this pressure, you have to persist. You got to stay at it. You got to develop a doggedness. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a song out that says, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. That's a funny line in that song because really I was thinking about it one day. I was humming it and and, and, it, and it occurred to me, said, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. And, you know, now you could take it in the literal sense that a cat chases the dog because it's innately it's in his spirit that cats and dogs are a lot of times enemies. Now, people have pets and have proven that if you show love on both sides, they can exist, and that happens too. But naturally, innately, when your cat goes by a dog and your dog don't recognize him, there's some barking going on. I'm talking about just walking through the neighborhood or something. So, But the reason that this dog is so persistent towards this cat is just because it's in him. It's innately in him. And what I'm saying to you, just using that as an analogy, is that you got to be, you got to be persistent in that you got to develop some dog in you now because pressure takes some fighting back. See, if you don't fight back against pressure, pressure busts a pipe. So what you think it'll do to you? Pressure crack walls. Pressure causes explosions. So if you don't fight back to hold it in, you understand? Pressure does most people in. The simple thing called pressure. The, the weight of what it feels like to want to be successful every single day, over and over and over and over and over. It's just too much pressure. People crack. You got to persist. You have to persist. You can, the thought of giving up can come but you got to get it out. You got to persist. The next thing I want you to think about is another something that I've been thinking about for years and learned for years. It's called perseverance. To persist means to, to, to insist. The key word in, insist, in persist is insist. You must, you must insist that this is going to happen. Now, the, the persist, I'm assuming, means 
it's a proaction. It's some type of proaction that you go towards it to make it, you know, persist. You got to be persistent. You got to be constantly at insisting that it happens. You got to be constantly at it. But the next thing I want you to remember is perseverance. Perseverance is important. Perseverance means that when you've done your best, when you've persisted, when you're fighting back against the pressure, perseverance simply means I'm going to hang in here. If if a crack come in the pipe, I'm going to hang in there. If the pipe bust, I'm going to keep going. If I got to put duct tape, mud, whatever I got to put on this thing, man, I'm going to use perseverance. I'm going to stay with it no matter what. So we looking at the three things again. You got to understand that it's going to be pressure, that you're going to have to persist. Keyword in persist is insist. You have to insist that no matter what the pressure is, I'm going to stay with it. But then perseverance, if it goes wrong, man, you got to get in there and keep fighting. But then, Lord have mercy, nothing helps you handle the three Ps better than the fourth P. You got to pray. You got to use prayer. You got to talk to God. You got to use faith. You got to have some conferences with him late at night, early in the morning, in the middle of the afternoon, when you're on the train, when you're driving. You got to talk to God, man. You got to get yourself some help along the way. Nothing is bigger than prayer. There is nothing bigger than prayer. Prayer will help you overcome the pressure. Prayer will help you stay persistent. And Lord have mercy, prayer will help you persevere. Them is the four Ps. That just came to me today. God gave that to me. I'm passing it on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? I'm so tired of being alone. I'm so tired of being at home. Won't you help me, girl, just as soon as you can? Said I'm, I'm leaving so quarantined. I don't want it no more. Can't go nowhere. I want to do my hair. I want to get away and sail. And maybe do my nails, baby. Oh, I'm so tired of being at home. I'm so tired of being alone. Help me, girl. Get out of here soon as I can. Said I'm... Quarantine, need somebody to come and get me. Junior's by himself, doesn't look at the tree. Tree's still green. (laughs) Baby, come get me. Oh. Yeah, that's my quarantine song. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's a hit, right? I like right it. There. Yeah, just a little, little quarantine song get you out your little day to day. What's going on, crew? What's up, Shirley? Hey, Steve, I love that song. Yeah. Carla Pharrell. Fire, fire joint. You got mm, there, Junior. That's a hit, Unc. That's a hit. Thank you, thank you, nephew Tommy. Nothing wrong with a little Al Green quarantine, yeah. baby. Nothing wrong. Yeah. 
That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come up with a quarantine song every morning for the next week. Okay. Okay. You probably go longer than that if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, probably can because we're going to damn sure be quarantined. I don't know if the world... Well, I don't know if the world going to be quarantined, but my wife is. That's for damn sure. Yes. All right, the the for for tomorrow's quarantine song, I already got it, Steve. Okay, don't even tell me. Okay. Text it to me, and I'm gonna write. I'm gonna I'm gonna write one instead okay. of making it up. You going in the lab in the studio? Yeah, you know, Jay ain't the only one, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jay ain't the first person ever ate did a parody. <laughs> not parody though, not you know. Not and then the you know, I mean, why I can't do nothing? Cause hell, he ain't gonna be here. <laughs> oh, he's coming in tomorrow. Yeah, he'll be here tomorrow. Uh, for what? Because he's coming in. Because he, he works here. How about that? He half ass. <laughs> but you mad, though? I, I should have never agreed to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you finally admitted it. Finally. <laughs> sitting up in here letting it's somebody have all these damn you. days. Oh, he's coming in two, three days a week. Man, what the hell? You agreed to it. That's oh, right. Sure did. You agreed to it. Oh, that would be true. First, you can't send him back. First, your nephew, you agreed to that. Yeah, Don't forget that. Oh, that, that was, was number no, one. No, that was... Hey, I wind up being pretty decent pick now. Okay. It, turned, it took years. Ooh, how you started <laughs> out, though, dog. It took years. <laughs> I wind up I being going, all right. Man, man, is this dude real life? <laughs> all right, well, listen. Uh, <laughs> it is Wednesday. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, you know who is here. Sister Odell in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is Wednesday. You know what that means. Time for our girl, Sister Odell. Come and grace us with her presence. My Lord, my Lord. Girl, I'm so tired. Me too. Girl. Morning, everyone. Morning, 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 Sister Odell. Odell. Oh, Lord. How y'all? Hey, uh, Carly. Hey, Sister Odell. What's wrong? Sweetie, I'm yeah, yeah, the junior. <laughs> junior. 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 Enough time. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Carly. Hello, Sister Odell. Uh-uh. Welcome. What's wrong? Girl, I'm so sick of the corny. Oh, because you don't look like uh, your normal. I'm sick of what? Oh. Sick of the corny. What do you think it is? Quarantine. Everybody's in the quarantine. Yes, ma'am. I'm just tired of it. Sick of it. What do you want to do, sister? I want to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just asked you. Need need to go to the uh, beauty shop and get, because all my wigs needs Mm -hmm. repressing. Oh, (laughs) And Bernice presses my wigs for me. Oh, okay. okay. So I used to come down there and just set them in a box at the door and she'd get them when she'd come <laughs> in and swing back by that evening and pick them up. But she ain't even been in there. Yeah. She usually wash them and set them and all that. You know, you can do that. You ain't, that's, that's social distancing. Yes, yeah. 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 I dropped the wigs off that. and you tighten them up. Now she mm-hmm. ain't even down there. Mm. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, well. yeah. But they well, say beauty salons, salons can open yeah. now, though, Sister they, Odell. Yeah. So maybe. But I don't go to them people's salons. You know, the young people in there, they don't, they not, they not, they not doing this. I want, I got to go to the beauty shop. Mm-hmm. Oh, Have oh. you ever had braids, Sister Odell? Girl, I'm not getting no braids in my hair. Just ask. If the Lord had wanted us to braid our hair, he'd have braided it when we come in the world. Oh, really? You ain't never, you, you ain't never had plaits either? 
Platts is different from Brady. Well, when the last time you had Platt, Tommy? Mm -hmm. I'm that that's been years since though there. Thank like, you. That's boy, I guess. What? That's me. Thank I was just asking. I didn't mean no harm. I thought Platts and Braids were the same thing. Platts is different from Braids. Platts has How got so? parts in it. Yeah. Braids is rows. Well, that's mm -hmm. cornrows. I didn't I come here to talk about hair. Okay, well. <laughs> you're mad too because of the wigs with Miss Burns. Yeah, because you're mad. This heifer won't even. I'd set him down there, and what made me mad was she said she was open. Because she's in Atlanta, you know. Yes, uh -huh. uh, But then she friends with the mayor, Keisha. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah. she didn't open her salon. So I just set my wigs in the front door at the box, and I go back, and somebody took the damn box. Oh, they did jack your wig. Your wigs Your hair go? Your hair? So she's going to have to come to your house then. For what? The wigs is gone. <laughs> well, to do something. And then I hate. can't go get no new ones. <laughs> How you punch? <laughs> Got wig yet? That's cold, sister. Yeah, you ain't that about nothing. Yeah. Well, let me ask get you, some sister, hats and stuff. Mm -hmm. Have you been on Zoom with church and everything? How's that? You been know, going? I I did. Well, we got Zoom on there. Yeah. So how'd that go? How'd you the like service it? go? Didn't like it at all. I couldn't know. I couldn't mm. see everyone I wanted to see. You know, and the people that was in the little squares. Mm -hmm. I didn't care for any of them. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I didn't see none of the regulars. None of my old saints was not on there because they didn't know how. Oh, so I yeah. was just on there to church service with a bunch of young people. Well, who oh. helped you get on? Who helped you? Yeah. My you niece. Oh, okay. My cool. niece come over and got me on. What's mm -hmm. her name? Mm -hmm. uh, Clara. And oh, then uh, she got into the wrong Zoom and everybody in there was naked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first, I would zoom, I, we zoomed in too fast. I said, but it was a it was a boy in there. Lord have mercy. I tell you what, <laughs> I tell you what, I wasn't supposed to see it, but I tell you what, he had something for you to see. I tell you that. <laughs> oh, he was a young, strong-looking sack. Was he? That boy oh, looked look just like Satchel Paige. Oh. <laughs> I looked at that boy. I said, Lord, good God almighty. Well, how long were and you there? there on the long side? I wasn't on that long. Out. It took me a while together because first I went, oh, Lord, Jesus. And, uh -huh. I, you know, I grasped myself, you know. Yes, and then I didn't realize it. And then I said, oh, Lord, Jesus. And then, uh, then I called my niece back in there and told her, you know, yes, ma'am, uh -huh. come and you know get them, you know. Mm, oh, yeah. okay. oh, okay, and she did. Okay. Yeah, because mm. that was happening to a lot of people. So, yeah, but mistakes. Yeah. I, w I wanted to ask you, what are you cooking uh, since you've been off? What it Girl, I done had chili, black-eyed peas. Mm. Someone said you shouldn't eat chili in the summertime. Why is that, Shirley? Because it's hot. I guess, and it's so That's hot. a heavy comfort yeah, food. It's yeah. like a heavy. It's for, she it's don't for cook, Sister Odell. She well, don't let cook. me ask you a question. <laughs> well, who said it, though? You know, some people say that. You know, now, who, like Carla who said, is, who is some? All know. I know is Shirley Junior, said who it. said it? Tell me. Shirley said it. That's who said it. <laughs> I didn't say it. Shirley, where'd you get it from? I heard it. Tell on her. Who'd you get it from? <laughs> <laughs> No, Sister Odell, because you don't know how to it. be nice. Yeah, you about I just to go heard in. it, Sister Odell. That's all. Yeah. I just heard yeah. it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you've been eating chili and black-eyed peas. Chili, black-eyed peas, barbecue, <laughs> chicken wings. Ooh. Oh. You know. 
You're doing it by yourself. Or are you yeah, just out? cooking by myself. You know, they got curbside at Houston's. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you can pick oh, okay. up. Yeah. yeah, a lot of restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. That's why I made my own chili. They need to quit making chili. <laughs> that's, that's not what <laughs> they, they need do. They need to call that something else. They do. They, they do wonderful uh, spinach dips. Yeah, yeah they do. Uh, yes, spinach they dip do. is off the dips. chain. You doing all this cooking with with no wig on? You ain't got no hair to use. You cooking? <laughs> well, I don't wear no wig, so that's. I you don't wear me. no wig. <laughs> you don't say W's either, but you're still talking. Oh, I'm sorry, Sister Odell. You're sitting up in here up. talking about you be cooking without a wig on. You cook without hair on your head. <laughs> Sister Odell, I'm so sorry. Your time is up. You want to introduce Tommy and run that prank back? That's coming up. Oh, okay. Please. Sure, we'll be right back for it. Hope he's still acting cute. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard her. <laughs> the nephew will be back right after this to run that prank back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. Plus, in entertainment news, Michael Jordan's daughter Jasmine said her mother Juanita wasn't concerned about being absent from the Last Dance documentary. Uh, we'll talk about it at the top of the hour, but right now it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. But you have to do that, Sister Odell. Well, you yeah, know, I'm here for it. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And uh, I guess I'll just be introducing you without a wig. Oh, <laughs> still on that. She's still on there. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just, you said you dropped your wigs off and didn't get them back. And then, you know, so when you brought up the chili, I was like, wow, she at home cooking chili without no wig on. So that's all I was thinking about. What is a wig? <laughs> what you said you dropped out. You said you dropped your wigs off at this lady. No, nah, that's not what I said. I said I dropped my wig off. <laughs> a wig is what you wear on uh-uh. your hair. It was queer. With a queen. Boy, bless your heart. <laughs> Pray for him, Sister Odell. That's and you got a degree do. from a college, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't pay for it. His parents did not pay for it. <laughs> he earned how, it. how did he get to college? <laughs> oh, I know Kate ain't paid for it. No, she, she mean the scandal. Uh-huh. <laughs> college admission. Oh, we, you know, black people, like, if you don't make it into college, you just go somewhere else. <laughs> Trade school. Ladies Ash. and gentlemen, here he is with the prank phone calls, the bald head wonder. <laughs> Today's title is, we running that prank prank. You not graduating. You not graduating. That's oh, the prank. Man. Let's go, Cat Dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Trevon please uh this him who is this uh this is uh my name is joseph i work over in student affairs how you doing today i'm good how are you i'm good listen uh you're supposed to be um this is your fifth year here at the university you're graduating and um in the next seven eight days am i right yes sir i'll be out of this joint (laughs) okay listen i'm giving you a call we got a bit of a problem here uh that we want to try and discuss with you and maybe we can get you over at Student Affairs and come in and have a meeting with us, but we wanted to bring it to your attention. Now, you took a, uh, one of your last subjects was English, uh, and you had an English exam with a, uh, you guys are writing an essay. Am I, am I, am I correct about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. It seems that we got some problems here that the uh, professor there is actually insinuating that you may have cheated on this, on this essay that you've actually written. What? From what he's telling us here at Student Affairs is that you may have uh, plagiarized some things uh, that uh, that were in your essay. 
Dude, no, nah, I didn't. I didn't plagiarize nothing that was in the essay. Everything is documented like it should be. So I don't know what you're talking about, especially uh, cheating on no exam or no paper, nothing like that. You must got me mixed up with somebody else. No, 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 not at all. You're actually Mr. Trevon, correct? I mean, that's me, but I didn't cheat on no exam or no paper okay. for that matter. Okay. Well, let me let me try to bring you up to speed here, Trevon. What we're gonna need is we're gonna need you to actually come in and talk to us over here at Student Affairs, so we can try to get this thing rectified. But I will let you know, it's going to take a, a, a few more days longer than graduation. So as of right now, you're actually not going to be walking uh, and graduating with the rest of the students. What, man, uh, dude, man, you, nah, you got me messed up. What, what you mean I'm not going to be walking? Well, uh, until we get this situation rectified here, you're not going to be graduating with the rest of the students. Now, man, nah, 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 I don't know what y'all got to do, but y'all need to figure it out and find out what the problem is. Man, I didn't cheat on no exam. The hell are you talking about, dude? My family is coming down here, and you talking about I cheated on an English exam. The hell, I look like cheating on an exam, for, and I'm getting ready to graduate. Man, now, y'all need to fix it, like, right now, like today while we're on the phone. We can't do that. It's a little, it's a sensitive subject. And like I said, it seems like it's plagiarism. I mean, you know, if we can get you to actually come over to Student Affairs next Wednesday. Man, you, man, you got me up. What you mean next Wednesday, dude? I'm graduating in a few days. What you talking about next Wednesday, man? Like, why my professor didn't give me a call? Why are you calling me? Sir, this is not something that professors actually take care of. This is a student affair situation. Now, and it's a very sensitive situation. Now, what we want to do is try to get this thing taken care of. And if you, if what you're saying is actually true, then you'll probably graduate okay, okay, in so August when man, we man, have the man, next. Man, uh, you got me. I'm telling you right now, this is some. You got me. August, man. I'm graduating this. Semester. I've been here too long to go through some my last few weeks of school, and you talking about August? Sir, I, sir, I, 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 I ain't even trying to hear, dude. I'm not trying to hear right what you got you to say, know, man. I, I I'm not it. even trying to hear what you got to say, man. My family is coming down here from everywhere to see me graduate. Man, I'm the first boy to graduate from my family. You talking about some talking about I cheated on the paper? A paper, dude? A paper? Man, you got me up, man. I'm going to work two and three jobs to see me through this school, and now I'm coming, getting ready to graduate, and you talking about I Gotta wait until August to graduate? Man, hell no. Nah. I'm on my way to the office right now, and you can tell whoever the professor is that I'm on my way, and he needs to be there, too. Sir, all I can really tell you is that man. we can try and get this thing rectified man, as man. early as next Wednesday. Like, what, man, what's your name again? And where is, where is your office? I'm, I'm at Student Affairs. I'm Joseph. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So I'm about to get in my car right now, and I'm about to come over there, and we're going to handle this today. And, I, and how you singling me out? Cheating on the exam or paper, man? What is that? Sir, sir all they're saying is the professor saying that there's a possibility dude, of plagiarism here. Man, are you kidding me, dude? I've been here five years. I'm the first male to graduate from college, man. My grandma is 82 years old, and she coming here to see me graduate. And you're telling me some about cheating on the paper, and I got to wait till August to graduate? Man, that Man, you tell that professor to come to your office right now because I'm already in my car on my way to come to your office and we're going to handle this today. That man, you got me with I don't else, have man. any more room on my schedule to actually pull anybody in today. Man, you going to call me with a like this? Talking about you ain't got room on your schedule? Man, hell no. Miss, Mr. Whatever your name is, I'm on my way to your office right now. And all I got to tell you, all I got to tell you, and I'm telling you up front, it's going to be a problem that I ain't graduating in a few days. You got to deal with me. You got to deal with my family, my mama. We don't play this. Man, you got us stuck. Sir, sir, I, I, I under, uh, is there a possibility that maybe you plagiarized and didn't know that you did that? Dude, man, what the 
you mean the paper was over some <laughs> that I already knew? Sir, can I can I can I tell you one more thing and then and then I'll ask you. You can't tell me a thing. You already called me with the something I can't graduate with my class after I've been this for five years. The sacrifice and setting my off, and you telling me I can't graduate until August. You ain't got to tell me. I, I, I do have one more thing I need to tell you, and then I'll let you be on your way. Okay. Man, go ahead. Are you, are you, are, can I tell you what I want to tell you? Dude, go ahead. I'm telling you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone called by your best friend, Brian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Man. Dude, somebody going to playing jokes like that, dude. Man, do you know how hard I Thank you, nephew. Coming up next at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So some people are wondering about Michael Jordan, the last dance documentary, uh, as to how can you do a 10 part documentary and not mention your wife at the time? Well, according to Essence Magazine, during a Facebook live chat with Michael and Juanita's daughter, Jasmine, um, Jasmine said, at the end of the day, if you'd ask my mom, she lived it. There's no need to go down memory lane and bring up everything that has already happened when the proof is in the pudding. She was at the championship. She was at the retirement ceremony. Jasmine continued, we saw her in her glory. So no, I don't think there's a need to rehash and go through it all. Uh, She already lived it. And uh, Jasmine, who of course was too little at the time to know of her father's greatness, uh, said that she loves the principles her father stands for and what he's taught them off the court. No matter what, she says, my father is always going to be true to who he is and mastering his craft. Uh, this is when, you know, she was asked what was the greatest lesson he ever taught her. She said he always uh, trickled down and made you made sure to say, hey, you got to be yourself, boo. You got to be authentic. You got to be genuine. Your power is within who you are. And that's something that can't be taken away. Wow. Amen. Well, yeah. you know what? I don't think Juanita needed to be in it. You know, that's not what this was about. Mm-mm. This was about the life of the basketball players. They didn't talk about none of Scottie Pippen's. Uh, they, they, it wasn't about female and male relationships anywhere in it. It was about the behind the scenes of the basketball. Yeah. You know, so. So about the I, I team and his yeah. job. That was his yeah, job. I didn't, I yeah. didn't feel I it wasn't a documentary on his life. Yeah. I think Michael just, Jordan, his business, his family. Mm-hmm. Trying you know. to find something. Yeah. You know, them. they always want to do something. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. She uh. straight, he straight. He happy, yeah. she happy. She, 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 yeah. Sure. She's yeah. a really, really nice person too, she man. Is. When I've met her, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. Jordan too, man. We've always cool from the times we've talked. You know, we're not close or nothing. I ain't got a cell number, nothing like that. But you know, <laughs> when we talk, we cool. Uh-huh. You know, I'm just real with it. You know, people, person. oh man, we real tight. I ain't got a cell number. <laughs> Everybody I'm tight with, I got their number. Yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> For real. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know what? That's what I say. Uh, 
So I was talking to somebody one time, and um, and they were describing. He was a celebrity, and he was talking about how people talk about him. Mm-hmm. And he said, "If you don't have my cell number, you can't talk about me." Mm. Oh, wow! I was asking what you base. Okay, Basically, I see what you're saying. He said, "Cause you don't, know, you don't know, me. know me. You don't know no. me like that. Yeah. If no, you don't oh, have mm-hmm. my cell number." You can't talk about me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what I found? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the truth. Mm. Okay. If you don't have my cell number, you really can't talk about me. Or what are you talking about me for? <laughs> they're probably talking That's about a whole you. nother episode. Yeah, they're probably yeah. talking about you. <laughs> Almost Why? everybody That's the hater. I really, uh-huh. really know mm-hmm. that I have any type of relationship with, I got their number. Mm-hmm. Do that. If I can't, I can call Monica and I can get it in a matter of a day. <laughs> Monica got oh, yeah. everybody number. Yeah. Huh? Man, Monica Barnes, the mouth of the South. She will put some talent, yes. I call she it the sip, the, the sip news report. It's just a sip of news. All you got to do is tell her I need this person's number. Mm-hmm. All right, boss, I get it for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, we got to move on and get caught up on some uh, headlines for today. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp. President Trump remains confident of his now admitted use of the malaria drug hydroxychloroquine. The commander in chief held another White House briefing, not wearing a mask, of course, and insisting that the combination of the malaria drug and zinc is clearly the right stuff. I think it gives you an additional level of safety, but you can ask many doctors are in favor of it. Many frontline workers won't go there unless they have the hydroxy. And so, again, this is an individual decision to make, but it's had a great reputation. And uh, the when asked about her opinion, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the situation she thought was kind of scary. As far as the president is concerned, um, he's our president, and I would rather he not be taking something that has not been approved uh, by the scientist, especially in his age group and in his, shall we say, weight group, what is morbidly obese, they say. So I think it was, it's not a good idea. Yeah, uh, the president really took issue with that morbidly obese stuff, and he, he snapped back calling House Speaker uh, Nancy Pelosi a sick woman with mental problems. Okay, Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell has had to walk back a comment he made about former President Obama during a campaign event. McDon- McConnell rather appeared to blame the president for the Trump administration's lousy response to the coronavirus pandemic, claiming that Obama's people left no guidelines behind for Trump's people during the transition in 2017. Well, several Obama administration officials took issue with that one. One of them, Ronald Kane, was Obama's Ebola coordinator, and he tweets a quote, we literally left them a 69-page pandemic playbook that they ignored, an office called a pandemic preparedness office that they abolished, and a global monitoring system called PREDICT that they cut by 75%. McConnell now admits that he was wrong. According to a new poll of 18 to 29-year-olds in the U.S., shows that there's a growing enthusiasm for the political process. Authorities say this generation's interest in voting, though, has been spurred in part by President Trump, but perhaps not in the way that the commander-in-chief probably would like. A Miami police department has decided that one of their cops was justified in handcuffing and detaining a black doctor who was merely outside his own home loading his van with tents and other items for the homeless. Sergeant Mario Menegazzo claims that he thought the physician was illegally dumping trash. So, in other words, something that he was putting in his 
fan he thought he was putting out of it? The Miami-Dade PD only says Metagazzo made a mistake by violating department rules by yelling and pointing at the doctor and not wearing a mask. Private funeral service is scheduled today for the architect of rock and roll Little Richard on the campus of Oakwood University in Huntsville, Alabama. Richard Wayne Pennyman died May 9th, bone cancer. He was 87. And today is National Flower Day. Oh, how they bloom. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, President Trump will not hold a ceremony at the White House for the unveiling of former President Barack Obama's portrait. Uh, this marks oh, a break. Oh, you're trifling. Yeah, you're trifling. I mean, this is so, so disrespectful. Petty. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like beyond even petty now. You're, you're ridiculous with it. You're reaching. Uh, th- this marks a break from a 40-year tradition honored by presidents from both parties. Mr. Trump and Mr. Obama have had extraordinarily uh, contentious relationship. We have to say that. They, they have. And it's mostly because of, you know, Trump bashing him. And Barack Obama has just started to speak out recently. A new low in recent days as Trump made um, unfounded accusations that uh, Mr. Obama committed an unspecified crime. We don't know what the crime is. We, I mean, come on. He's been picking on Barack Obama since before he was president. You right. know, yeah. talking about he wasn't born here. If the, you think the whole he's slipped yeah, to a new thing. low, yeah. if this country re-elects Donald Trump, that's the low. See, at first, the, the first time, they didn't know. They didn't know, right. right. I, think, I think they voted for him because he was just different. Mm-hmm. He was TV a reality star. star. Yeah. Yeah. They thought he yeah. knew a lot about business. Oh, yeah. He was going to really be great for the business mm-hmm. of the country. Mm-hmm. He was uh-huh. going to get America back to work again. Uh-huh. That's the promise he ran on. He ain't got no jobs back. Yeah. The coal miners he promised were bringing coal back. He ain't bought a damn thing back. Mm-mm. If they re-elect him this time, then the country will sink to a new low yeah, in terms yeah. of morality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The whole world is immoral. Mm-hmm. There are places that's worse than others, but we will sink to our one of our country's lowest points of morality yeah. in the, uh, <laughs> this century mm-hmm. if they re-elect yeah. him, because now they know. Mm-hmm. And if you could ignore who he really is, and make him the president of your nation again, Mm -hmm. that's Mm. different. That's a new low for me. Uh, uh, Governor of New York was saying in his uh, news news conference that um, because of this new world order we're in, the government has to really know what they're doing now. They really have to know because, you know, we've... We've had a lesson from how it leadership. is now. Yeah, in leadership. So he was saying, for instance, if you want to be a nurse, you have to be trained to be a nurse. If you want to be a doctor, you have to go to school and be trained right. to be a doctor. Lawyer, he said, so if you're in government, he did not mention any names, but we all knew who he was speaking about. If you want to be in government, you need to know what you're doing, period. <laughs> It's called Too experience. Yeah. School. <laughs> Leadership. Yes. Yeah. He's taking pills school. that the FDA and everybody else is unapproved. Come on, keep Come it on, 100, man. Steve. Yes. Dog, yes. he's taking pills. Everybody told him not to take. Yeah. He's he trying, he trying he dope, dog. Yes. <laughs> Coming up next, 34 minutes after the hour, it's time now, Steve. Change your hat. Time for Ask the CLO, the chief love officer in the building, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO. Steve is in the building. He is our chief love officer. You can submit your questions to steveharveyfm.com. All right, Steve, CLO, this one is from Dexter in Tallahassee. It says, I've been with my girlfriend for four years. We have two children, and she's pregnant. Uh, I was also sleeping with a woman that lives down the street from my girlfriend, and I messed up and took my four-year-old son with me to her house. I didn't think he would say anything, but he told his mother that he met daddy's pretty friend down the street. I was, in the, I was in the shower when he told her, and she came in and beat the crap out of me. I felt so bad seeing her pre- pregnant and brokenhearted. I miss her and my children, and I want her back so bad. How can I get her to trust me again? You so stupid, hey, dog. How, how stupid are you? How did you think a four-year-old wouldn't say anything? Yeah. How, yeah, who? He can talk and see. Come on, man. He's four. D- okay, and do you realize? Listen to me. Yeah, he has nothing else going on mm-hmm. in his life. Mm-hmm. Nothing. They remember Except everything. going down the street to see daddy's pretty friend. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, but down he, the street, he, though, no, he don't go to work. He ain't got <laughs> cell phone. He, his world is limited. And you mm-hmm. open it up to the girl you sleeping with down the street. Mm-hmm. Now, you got... You got, and that's stupid. You've been with yeah. her four years. You got two kids, and she pregnant. Mm-hmm. He's making now turn. you feel bad that you broke her heart, that she's pregnant. Uh-huh. Put all that stress <laughs> on the baby. All right. Oh, my God. The baby yeah. don't need to be seen. <laughs> that's right, Tommy. All right. <laughs> this one, Steve, is from Anonymous in Cincinnati. It says, I've been married for over 25 years, and my wife and I have not had sex in 10 years. Wait, I wait, 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 wait. Say that again. Say I've that been again? married for over 25 years, mm-hmm. and my wife and I have not had sex in 10 years. I stopped what? asking and trying years ago. We're just roommates now, but I have never cheated on her. In January, I got a new, I got a new job, and it's 85% women in my office. As a middle-aged, kind of handsome male, the women flirt with me all day, and most of them are young and fine as heck. I want to have sex with a few of, <laughs> with a few of them, but I know better. I'm happy to know that I still have what it takes to get a woman. I still have a few good years left in me. Is it time for me to end my marriage? Mm. Dog, first of all, l- listen to me. Don't write me lying to me. What? Oh, you think you lying? Dog, you <laughs> have been married 25 years. You yeah. and your wife ain't had sex for 10 years. What, what has he been doing? He said they're roommates, Steve. Oh, Dog. Yeah. He, he said they're roommates. He, he hasn't yeah, cheated on them. Got, 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 d- d- he ain't cheated on who? He said he hasn't cheated on his wife. Man, don't write here. Don't write me no lie. Okay, now all of a sudden, he round 85% of women, he want to have sex with a few of them. Yeah, all of a sudden. It took 10 years for that to come up. So man, this can't please. ever happen if you're a man. Is that what you're saying? 10 years. No. And you not having sex with a woman. But, but you he... ain't in prison? Man. <laughs> man. No. Who? No. Nobody. The, no man does that. Okay. No man does that. All right, so. He ain't cheated on his wife. He stopped asking and trying 10 years ago. They ain't had sex in 10 years. Answer man. his question, though. Is it time for him to end his marriage? 
You ain't in no marriage. You just said y'all was roommates. All right, we're going to get to this one. Joe in the Bronx. He says, I'm a 59-year-old divorced man, and I was known in my area for having a lot of money because I got injured at work and I got a huge settlement. I had a hard time finding a good woman because they were all after my money. When I met my current wife, she just moved to New York. She was 24 years younger than me. It was a whirlwind romance until I married her, and she flipped the script. After two years of marriage, she filed for divorce for no reason, and now she wants a lot of my money. Her cousin called and told me that she planned to do this all along. Is there a way I can fight this divorce without giving her my money? I don't know how you're going to do it, dog. You thought... All these women wanted your money, then you marry a woman 24 years younger than you. You ain't think that's what she wanted. Right. Stupid. <laughs> All these people that stupid that be writing you. All of them. It ain't your looks. All right, we, we got to move on. Coming up next, speaking of stupid, coming up next, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, her husband was my best friend. Her husband was my best friend. But right now, the nephew mm. is here. Mm-hmm. And it's time for today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? I think I've done it. I'm sure Uncle Steve has done it. Uh-oh. I'm probably pretty sure Junior done done it. Today's diet title is, He Left. His draw. Oh, God. He left. Stupid. His draw. I think every man on this show, including Jay Anthony, that's absent today, have left their draws at one point in time. This is your nephew. Do you remember the time you left your draw? All all of us have done it. Yes. (laughs) We've been caught out there. You had to get dressed in a hurry. You you forgot. You've been in there with you. Had them on backwards, inside out, or even oh, just God. forgot them. Uh-huh. Label in the front. <laughs> the label? Oh, he left one out, Steve. <laughs> What's that? The label is Steve is so front. against you at first, and then you pull him in. <laughs> he gets hooked. Because he didn't been there, <laughs> Yes, you know it. <laughs> Tommy, I got home one time and took my pants off. And had with just one leg in my jaw. <laughs> the other rest of the jaws are just bunched up. Bunched <laughs> I was just, just in one leg. In my jaw. Who are you people? <laughs> we are people who have had problems with our jaws, Shirley. Okay, I mean, oh, God. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Man, my jaws just didn't toe off. Oh. <laughs> Try having a bunch of glitter on them. Oh. You should just throw them away. <laughs> I you should have left them there. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know that glitter be on there. Oh, at the time. Come on. If you got Come black draws, gold glitter do not. It just shows up strong. Just leave them Let's right go, here, cat dog. He left his draws. Hello? Uh, yes, uh, Mr. T- yes. Hey, this is the doorman, Mark, uh, of your building. Okay. I have a mistress in here who uh, is trying to get buzzed up to your unit. Are you are you at home right now, sir? No, 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 sir. I'm not a who. Yeah, uh, a Mr. Um, what you say? I'm sorry. What you say? Mr. And he wants okay. to be buzzed up. Supposedly, he left some articles in the room or in your unit a couple of days ago. And, uh, 
I was out of town a couple of days ago. What day are we talking about? Uh, so what days was you actually in? Uh, he said Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He, he was there all three days? You guys let him into my apartment for three days? He was in my place for no, three days? No, no, Mr. Ch we don't let anybody in unless someone in the unit allows them to be buzzed up. That's the rules here of the building. So we definitely didn't do anything out of character. So who we, let we, him in? Who buzzed him in then? Sir, I hate to say it, but I'm assuming your wife must have buzzed him up. What you mean? My wife was not there three days ago. She was on a business trip. She was not at the apartment three days ago. No, sir, your wife was here. I've actually seen your wife come in and out. Okay, the dude is there right now. He's downstairs. He's here right now with me, sir. What did he leave in my place? Okay, one second, Mr. Hang on. What, what did you actually leave in Mr. Park? A pair of pants? Underwear and what, and what else? He says he left... Under uh, a pair of pants, some underwear, and a toothbrush, sir. sir. Mr. Hill. Hill. Hill, he's there right now. Let me talk to him. Put him on the phone. Let me talk to him. Uh, you know what, Mr. Hill, right now, we're listening to you, and I rate the way you sound. I don't want to put this guy on the phone. Mark, if you want to keep your job at the building, you're going to put him on the phone now. Mr. Sir. Sir. Mr. He's actually leaving out of the building now. He's, no, no. What the would you let him leave? He's walking. I, I don't I know. I asked you to put him on the phone. What the f is your problem? <laughs> you got video surveillance, right? You got video footage of everybody that comes in and out of the building, right? Uh, yes, sir. But you know, if, if nothing occurs, we I think we should have footage that goes back at least two weeks. So we should be able to pull some things up for you, sir. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to get that, and I need it sent over to me right now. I'm at my work email. I need it today, cause this is some y'all let some my apartment. And, 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 and this is going to be on the Mr. 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 Like, what kind of nincompoop are you? What kind of imbecile are you? Hey, hey sir. Mr. Mr. Hang on a second. What? All right. Well, let, let, please hear me out, sir. Hear me out. I haven't, we haven't just let someone in. Someone in your unit buzzed someone up. We didn't just let anyone up. Now, I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm assuming your wife buzzed this guy just up. We didn't do that. You shut up and get me what I asked you for, and then we're done, okay? Well, well, you know, you're saying I have a problem. Maybe you have a problem pleasing your wife, and that's why she's buzzing other people up her. Oh, you go to you're talking to me like that, you punk. Sir, you're being disrespectful to me as well, sir. No, 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 no. The disrespectful is you coming and letting people come up in my building that you know is not. I haven't let anybody up here. I can't stop your wife from doing what she's doing. You let somebody okay, in my but you're building, taking, in my you're taking out on me and, and, what you should be saying to your wife. Somebody that's got to dress up all the time and always buzzing somebody up to the what? room when you're gone. That's you what you need to be concerned about. Mr. Doorman, Mr. You, you, you know what? I'm the only around here busting my take care of down there. I'm over here working right now to pay for that so that your got a job. Well, you might be handling your but evidently you're not. You're not handling your business at home. That's why she keeps buzzing people up, sir. You know what? Well, the business I'm going to handle when I get home today is your mother. Well, like, that, your, Mr. Doorman. Your, your, your wife has been. Hey, sir, you're going to quit calling me the doorman, okay? You are the doorman. What's your mother position? Huh? What the you do for a living? I'm a doorman. Open doors. And thank you, Mr. Doorman. Matter of fact, I'm going to stop calling you Mr. Doorman because that's giving you too much respect. Okay. Uh, if you, you know, if you if you stop Tommy from going up to your room, you'll be fine. Who the f Tommy? 
nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife got me to prank phone call you. (laughs) 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 Y'all crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all about to get Oh, you are my job, cussing. He's my job, man. This is not cool, man. You don't know the that was going through my head. That she was about to get it. Y'all was everybody was about to get it. Hey man, I gotta ask you, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, gotta be the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> okay, okay, ladies, I, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. No, y'all ain't, no, y'all ain't, no, y'all, no, no, no pressure. I, no, they haven't. I, just stay with no. us, Tommy. Uh-huh. Just, uh, stay with the boys. No, they ain't never no went no way. You ain't never left a hat, no earring, no, 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 they didn't. No, no. Okay, no. I sure you have seen a lot of women lipstick on your stomach. Okay. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Hello, cuz. On your stomach? Like, your like, like, like on your neighbor? Like yeah, that? Yeah. I just started you hitting myself. You done had lipstick myself. there? I just started hitting myself in the stomach like I had an infection. Swelling. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to make it real. Yeah. What's yeah. Like a rash hive. I beat hives into myself. Oh. <laughs> I had a hickey on my neck one time. I lied said vampire bit me. They out here. <laughs> They out here. They out here. Like the walking dead. Hey, Junior, let me tell you something. Them hickeys back in school, I learned, that's when I learned how to put, uh, that theatrical used to work. That makeup, boy, you got to put that makeup on your neck and get rid of that. No, I said I fell on top of a mop handle. A what? Is she believing On top of a mop mop handle. handle. Yeah, that's what I went with. Same shape. Yeah. The same shape. It's round. It put a dark bruise on you. Carla, who are these guys we work with? I don't even know. Are they? Just random lies. I know. Though. Just hickeys and draws. Hickeys and draws. We got problems. All right, nephew. Thank you. Uh, I think coming up next, strawberry letter uh, subject: Her husband was my best friend. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. Before we get into it, I want to invite everyone to please join me for uh, WHUR Live on Instagram tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. It's on WHUR. That's straight out of D.C., okay, with my girl Angela Stribling. For all our D.C. listeners, Angela Stribling. Tonight, we'll just, you know, have a little girl, girl female talk. combo, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. Top it up a little sure. bit. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Angela Stribling, you know, I, I just love her. She's just beauty She's inside, sweet. inside and out. I love mm-hmm. her to death. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's tonight at 9 Eastern. All right? We'll be watching, and, girl. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Get my hair did somewhere. I'll do it myself. All right. Uh, <laughs> time now for the strawberry letter. <laughs> we know how that'll turn out. Uh, if you need advice on relationships, dating, sex, work, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Her husband was my best friend. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 27-year-old single female, and I'm in need of advice. 
I've had a male best friend since high school, and he is an active duty officer in the military. He's been away for nine months, and he came home in April. He got married while he was stationed in Hawaii, and I was excited to meet his new wife and see him. Uh, he planned a small welcome home party in the backyard, and it was just like old times. His wife is beautiful, and she's really cool, so I promised to show her around our small town once the businesses start to open up. They make a great couple, and I told my best friend I was happy for him. I got ready to leave, and I got my phone out to get an Uber. My best friend told me that it wasn't safe to be in someone else's car because of the coronavirus, so he insisted on taking me home. No sooner than we got in the car, he started coming on to me, saying he's always wanted me and that he wanted to bend me over and do me as soon as he saw me yeah. in my sundress. I, I told him that it was not happening because things have changed and that he's not single anymore. He told me that we should be best friends with benefits and no one has to know. I started crying because I was so offended that he thought of me as just a sex thing. I never thought of him in any kind of way other than my good buddy. He apologized and said he felt like this for years, but didn't know how to say it. All I had heard is that he wants sex with me and I felt dis and I feel disrespected. He's still trying to pursue the friendship, but I'm not so sure. Can a friendship go back to That's normal cool. after this? Is this how all men think about female best friends? Well, I got to say, I don't know about all men, but, you know, so many men that you talk to and, and the men on this show think that, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they want to get with you if there's a chance to do that. They're not really your friends. They do want to get with you if that door becomes open. Uh, you know, this guy, I mean, what a loser he is. You know, I, I, he just got married. And before you could even get in the car good, he's all over you. He's had all this time since high school to, to, to say that he wanted to be with you. He couldn't find the words. He found the words to propose to his wife and to marry her. Uh, why uh -oh, couldn't he do the say it, Shirley. <laughs> why couldn't he do the same for you? You know, and you guys are really good friends. I don't trust him. I don't like this guy. He's way out of line. The only thing that he could have done to me to be more disrespectful is to actually have slept with you. But thank God you stood up for yourself and you didn't allow that. Um, he's not your friend. He's still trying to get with you. Uh, any chance he can get, he's still trying to figure out ways, you know, uh, that we could do this. We could be friends with benefits and all that. No, I, I suggest to you, this is my advice, do some social distancing. I know you like his new wife and all of that. Yeah, but you don't need to be friends with him. Uh, do some social distancing from this guy, okay? Steve? You're 27 versus when you all first became friends back in high school. I can assure you, you've blossomed. I can assure you, you are probably way flyer now than you were then. Well, but you all have always been best friends. He's been stationed overseas. He got married while he was stationed there. And so he planned a small welcoming home party in the backyard and it was just like old times. And uh, his wife is beautiful. She's really cool. So I promised to show her around, you know. So now they make a good couple. Of, you got ready to leave. You got ready to call her Uber, blah, blah, blah. He said, hey, it's too dangerous, coronavirus. You can't do that right now. So he insisted on taking you home. No sooner we got in the car, 
he started coming on to me saying he wanted me and that he wanted to bend me over and do me as soon as he saw me in my son dress. I swear to God, there ain't a man listening to this that ain't said them exact damn words in his mind at least 300 times. Make that make that 450. 450. In the same scenario? In the same scenario? With your in the same scenario? No, just that sentence. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so we only a little different. <laughs> what the hell? Hold up. And my grandson and walked in. Hold up, man. I'm on the radio. <laughs> what? Okay, so now that I done got the TV cut back off, <laughs> apologize, <laughs> grandson, and came in here wanting some damn cheez It's this is what working at home is like during the quarantine. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, so Lord. if you think that y'all just at the house dealing with it. My damn son then dropped these grandkids off because he need a break. Ain't that a man? Oh. Hey, what the hell he think I need? Yeah, gather yourself. The lady in the letter need help and Pawpaw do too. <laughs> All right, listen, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, her husband was my best friend. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, you had time to gather yourself on the break. Subject, her husband was my best friend. Let's go. Well, this woman is 27 years old, has had a best friend since high school. Uh, he's an active duty officer in the military. He's been away for nine months. He came home in April. Well, he got married while he was stationed in Hawaii. You was excited to meet his new wife and to see him. He planned a small welcome home party in the backyard. Like his old time, his wife is beautiful. So the lady, 27-year-old girl in the letter, the lady says in the letter, she was going to show her around a small town once businesses start opening up. And, you know, she said they make a great couple. I told my best friend I was happy for him. So she got ready to leave, and she called, got ready to call the Uber. He said, no, because of the coronavirus, he insisted on taking me home. And anyway, <laughs> no sooner they got in the car, he started coming on to her, talking about he always wanted her and he wanted to bend me over and do me as soon as he saw me in my son dress. Okay, that line has been said, I said 300 times by every man, yeah. Tommy, or thought it, Tommy to said 450. Yeah, I told him it was not happening because <laughs> things have changed and he's not single anymore. Right. Exactly. Now that threw me a little bit because I was kind of thinking were they a little bit more than friends before? Oh, because she they, said things have changed. Yeah, things have changed now. You're not single anymore. I, so I, I didn't get that. That's not what the letter's about. Mm-hmm. He told me that y'all should be best friends with benefits and no one has to know. Mm. This broke the girl's heart. She started crying yeah. because she was so offended that he thought of me just as a sex thing. I never thought him in of any kind of way other than my good buddy. Well, sister, the ruse is up. Now you know. He didn't just start feeling this way about you. He been feeling this way. There are a lot of men who feel that way about their so-called best female friends. 
there are a lot of men who feel that exact same way. But because there's usually something going on in the female's life that prohibits him, or he don't want to blow the relationship being friends, he'll keep it to himself. But at one point in time, it usually surfaced. It's not 100% always the case. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. But 99.9.999% of the time, damn it. Whoa. It <laughs> Those are huge odds. Yeah. Oh, and I want big you to understand percentage. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because if you are attractive in any way, mm-hmm. he is attracted to you in that way. A man is gonna be a man. Look, you you ain't just fine to, to his friends. He see that. Mm-hmm. Now he may be in a relationship and be able to play that off, but you still fine to him. <laughs> that hasn't changed. <laughs> so he apologized and said he felt like this for years, but didn't know how to say it. Well, see uh, now he didn't change. He done went to the military. He been in Hawaii. He's changed. He's not the same guy. But guess what? You're not the same little girl anymore either. You a grown woman. All I heard is that he wants sex with me, and I feel disrespecting. See, had he came on to you in a different way without the wife, Mm y'all might be up the road somewhere with this. Exactly, Steve. Exactly. he went and got a wife, and then came back and said, nah, I just want you for sex. And that hurt you, and you have every right to be hurt. He's still trying to pursue the friendship, but I'm not so sure. The friendship? <laughs> oh, that's over. Done. That's over. He's now listen to me carefully, because what I'm about to say is going to be controversial. The reason y'all's friendship is over is because I have a lot of friends. I have never told any one of my buddies I wanted to bend you over when I saw you and do you in that damn sundress. I've never had that thought ever about a now one of my buddies. (laughs) Not one of them. So how you going to go back to just being friendship? And then she said, can a friendship go back to normal after this? What? You don't think that's in the back? It's been in the back of his mind for years. I don't want to go back. And now it's in the front of his mind. He going to propose this to you again. Why didn't he propose to her? <laughs> propose to her. You understand? And that's why the sister's so hurt. Yeah. No, this friendship was for a season. Mm-hmm. It has ran its season. Mm-hmm. He has a wife now. Let him find a new best friend. It should be her. She's yeah. beautiful. They make a nice couple. And don't get over there and contribute to the damage of it. I don't think Man. she is. She doesn't sound like that kind of person. No, she's not that type mm-hmm. of girl. She stood up for herself very well. I like that. Hey, man, what, what you need? All right. St- it's been a good run, though. All right, so post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour... New surveillance videos show multiple people trespassed at the home Armad Arbery visited, okay? The same house, a lot of people were there. That's what the video is showing. We're going to talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
New surveillance videos show multiple people had trespassed at the same Brunswick, Georgia home Ahmad Arbery visited, but he was the only one killed. There are around 11 surveillance videos from the October 2019 to February 2020 time period, and three of the videos you see a man and a woman entering the property. You see children, children entering the home as well. Uh, the homeowner, Larry English, does not know any of these people seen in his home security um, footage. The suspects, Greg and his son, Travis McMichael, are currently being held in jail without bond on charges of murder and aggravated assault. Yeah. So, come You on know, now. when houses are being constructed, I've done it. Me too. I don't know a person that doesn't walk on construction sites just to take a look. Right. I've always been that guy, man. I've I've done that yeah. within recent mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, go to see a house that's under construction. You know, go see. I walk out on lots, all kind of stuff, man. Yeah, exactly. They got the architecture, mm -hmm. man. Uh -huh. That's what you want to see. Yeah. The layouts. Yeah. And you want to see yeah. the before and after, and then after, after they finish it, you go by and see. Right. It as I well. love the framing of a house because mm -hmm. I visualize. Mm -hmm. okay. You know, the only problem this young man had was he went in there black thank you yes thank you that's that is it. it that is it that's it that's that's the difference so but you know what yeah. i'm really surprised about though what Steve? that these guys are still in jail yeah no bond mm -hmm. i'm really bond. surprised yeah. about that man that is surprising. that's You're a really right. really good sign mm -hmm. and i think you know every now and then they make a case and I think that they've picked these two guys that's going to be the case. And I wish somebody would pick this up and put it on the wire. Steve Harvey really does wish in his heart mm -hmm. that African-Americans could get some outside help with these things. It's not that we're oh. incompetent because we have some of the best lawyers in the world. Oh, it's man. just that we can't fight this alone. Mm -hmm. Hate other crimes to be should be other races. participated by everybody. The mm -hmm. Jewish Defense League, mm -hmm. the ACLU, because a hate crime is hate. And yes. once you allow hate to surface and survive, it doesn't stop. Yeah. If it's over here, it's coming over there. Because yeah. hate yeah. is like cancer, hate. man. Yeah, it don't care. We All need right. some other folks to stand with us on this and help us with this. We, we do. And uh, we'll keep you updated on this story. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, guys, in Junior's trending sports news, LeBron James has thanked Michael Jordan for being his superhero. You're going to talk about that, right? Yeah. Junior's going to tell us all about it at the top of the hour. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, as promised, Junior is here with today's Trending sports news. Shirley, let's not call it sports news, okay? Let's just ain't <laughs> no sports on. It, it's just something we heard <laughs> <laughs> about sports. That's all it is. You sound so defeated, Junior. Yeah, because <laughs> we ain't got no games to watch. Mm -hmm. We just talking about stuff they off the court talking about. LeBron James has thanked Michael Jordan for being his inspiration and superhero. In addition, LeBron tweeted, I love the greats and would have loved to play with them all during their runs because I'm a historian of the game, but I also would die to compete versus every single one of them. Now, I, I don't know. I can't 
tell you LeBron, mm. you're going to be able to deal with some of them players that played back then. I mean, he well, LeBron big. He yeah. big boy now. Yeah, he big. Yeah. I, I, think he w- I think with his mindset and his work ethic, he could have got in there and competed. Yeah. And you know something, Junior? Mm-hmm. When I looked at the uh, this series, you know who I really had to give a lot of credit to, man? To that damn days. Kobe Bryant, man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because oh, let me yeah. tell you something, man. Kobe came into the league out of high school. He was playing with gangsters, man. Mm -hmm. Kobe Kobe had to come into the league and play against gangsters. Mm -hmm. And we did it. Dog. Dog. Dog, that that, that young soldier was made out of something else. At 19? Dog, he played against, he was in there with them dudes. Mm -hmm. Yes, he was. With those legends, those great. Dog. Yeah. Nick Van Ex was a good friend of mine, and Eddie Jones is a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And they was talking oh, you name about dropping at 18. Go yeah. Ahead. yeah, go you, ahead. You got their 18. cell numbers? Yeah, I got their cell numbers. <laughs> he said at Man, 18, Kobe Bryant came in the gym, came to practice, and was doing the veterans at practice. He said he had mm-hmm. every arsenal that they had worked 10 years to get. He came in the league at 18 with it. He wow. fading away, dunking on all of them. They had to wow. get new contracts and new jobs. They knew they weren't going to start. He they gave Michael like Jordan that. his credit, they too, knew. though. They said, mm-hmm. man, we got to find somewhere else to play. Yeah. Because he's going to take mm-hmm. his job. It is out there, and Kobe was a special guy. Special guy. Uh, the greatest player on earth to ever lace up sneakers is Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Kobe even said in the thing, he said, hey, man, y'all quit trying to compare us. He said, if there was no Jordan, that would have never been a Kobe. Sure did. And I love the way him, I love the way LeBron, they are such students of the game and, and, and committed to their craft that game recognize game. They recognize each other's greatness. Yeah. yeah. And they, they don't talk like, whoa, they know that other dude is bad. Jordan knew Kobe was great. Mm-hmm. 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 Kobe knew Jordan was great. Yes. Mm-hmm. LeBron know. Jordan is great. Jordan know Jordan be at the games. He mm-hmm. know he know LeBron the truth. Kevin Durant cold. Oh yeah. Oh he's unstoppable. Yeah. Oh shit. Sure. He, he ain't LeBron. No. <laughs> LeBron. Why are you not. saying like that? Steve? <laughs> no. He's he's not LeBron. You go. No. No. Look at that face. No. <laughs> no. Until he take his ass somewhere and win one, cause he KD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, LeBron went to Miami 1-1, took his ass back to Cleveland 1-1. He out here in L.A. They was going to win it this year. Uh, if the cool. season hadn't ended, wasn't nobody going to beat them. Houston, you know, y'all had started, already started falling apart. Hey, 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 y'all, hey, had already, not, y'all had not, already started. You know it was true. No, y'all started off smoking, and then something happened. And y'all got my favorite player in the league on your team. Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Oh, that's my yeah. favorite dude. That boy's engine is unbelievable. Wow. If I could have anybody's game playing professional basketball right now, mm-hmm. if I could have Russell's game, oh, dog. We couldn't talk All to them you. damn triple. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't even we look at talk you. To you. <laughs> dog, I have an assistant sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> <Ever>. <laughs> Crazy man. All right, uh, coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending stories at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, so you were talking about LeBron when we left. Uh, What about him going to the Dallas Cowboys? What was that that all about? Uh, LeBron James, he actually thought about leaving basketball in 2011 during the NBA lockout. Now, LeBron thought about going to the NFL and actually got a contract from Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, but things worked out. He went back to basketball, but he did frame the contract. He was going to play tight end. LeBron James playing tight end for the Dallas He'd have ran across that middle one time. <laughs> he got a basketball. Dog, he played in school. They said he was good. Dog, mm-hmm. did, did say, you but it, I know. We talking about the pros. Yeah, you ain't been hit since high school. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, everybody was ready for football in high school in the pros. <laughs> you did. You played football in high school, didn't you, Junior? Yeah, yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. I'm not. I wasn't good enough to go to the NFL. Well, what position did you play? What you play? Were you a tight end? I played running back. But Tommy don't say nothing. He said, he said running back. Don't say yeah. He's such a stuff starter. <laughs> <laughs> he going to pop 10. <laughs> yeah, he popped yeah. 10. Go ahead, dog. But LeBron I can take James, it. I, man, we just glad he chose basketball. Because I, yeah. I couldn't see that. You couldn't see him Oh, no, there. no, no. He would not be the star he is. Because, first of all, we wouldn't know. Man, come on. <laughs> One trip. Wait a minute. Did Cross I just call? <laughs> you scared uh-huh. yourself. Go get your chest. Hold up, man. man I had to hold my chest just now. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, President Trump will not hold a ceremony at the White House for the unveiling of former President Barack Obama's portrait. Uh, this marks oh, a break. Oh, you're trifling. Yeah, you're trifling. I mean, this is so, so petty. disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like beyond even petty now. You're, you're ridiculous with it. You're reaching. Uh, this marks a break from a 40-year tradition honored by presidents from both parties. Mr. Trump and Mr. Obama have had extraordinarily uh, contentious relationship. We have to say that. They, they have, and it's mostly because of, you know, Trump bashing him. And Barack Obama has just started to speak out recently. A new low in recent days as Trump made um, unfounded accusations that uh, Mr. Obama committed an unspecified crime. We don't know what the crime is. We, I mean, come on. He's been picking on Barack Obama since before he was president. Yeah. You know, right. yeah. talking about he wasn't born here. If uh, you the, think the whole he's birth slipped yeah, to a new low, yeah. if this country re-elects Donald Trump, that's the low. See, at fir- the, the first time, they didn't know. They didn't know, right. right. I, think, I think they voted for him because he was just different. Mm-hmm. He was TV a reality star. star. Yeah. Yeah. They man. thought he yeah. knew a lot about business. Oh, yeah. He was going to really be great for the business mm-hmm. of the country. Mm-hmm. He uh-huh. was going to get America back to work again. Uh-huh. That's the promise he ran on. He ain't got no jobs back. The coal miners he promised were bringing coal back. He ain't bought a damn thing back. Mm-hmm. If they re-elect him this time, then the country will sink to a new low yeah, in terms yeah. of morality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The whole world is immoral. Mm-hmm. There are places that's worse than others, but we will sink to our one of our country's lowest points of morality there. Yeah. <laughs> in the, uh, this century mm-hmm. if they re-elect yeah. him because now they know. Mm-hmm. And if you could ignore who he really is and make him the president of your nation again, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. different. Yeah. That's a new low for me. Uh, 
Uh, Governor of New York was saying in his uh, news news conference that um, because of this new world order we're in, the government has to really know what they're doing now. They really have to know because, you know, we've we've had a lesson from how it is now yeah in leadership so he was saying for instance if you want to be a nurse you have to be trained to be a nurse if you want to be a doctor you have to go to school and be trained to be a doctor lawyer he said so if you're in government he did not mention any names but we all knew who he was speaking about if you want to be in government you need to know what you're doing period it's called too experience. Late for yeah. <laughs> Leadership. Mm. Yes. He's taking pills that the FDA and everybody else can unapprove. Come on, keep Come it on, 100, man. Steve. Yes. Dog. Yes. He's taking pills. Everybody told him not to take. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up, guys, it's our last break of the day. Last break. <laughs> <laughs> in order, too. That was an order. Yeah, and then we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day. It's been a good day. Yes. I'm sorry. What a day. No, you don't have to say it now, Steve. (laughs) But if you want to. (laughs) It sounds like he swallowed that one, though. (laughs) I had to catch myself. Hey, listen, guys, if you're not doing anything tonight, please join me for WHUR Live on Instagram with my girl, Angela Stribling, the beautiful Angela Stribling. Uh, That's at 9 p.m. Eastern. We're going to just, you know, do a little girl talk, girl chat, a little convo about, you know, the world we live in, <laughs> all of that. Mm-hmm. Just fun stuff. It's going to be fun. Nine o'clock tonight, Eastern. Yeah. Cool, Shirley. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great, Shirley. I think, I'm next, I think I'm next week with her, Shirley. Yeah. Oh, Are you? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. You know they had to get us back to back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the week after you, Carl. Go ahead. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Tom, I just need to be this. talking. That's why. To anybody. <laughs> I'm going to win the Gracie next year. (laughs) (laughs) What you got for Steve Harvey closing remarks? Big dog. Where are you? No, I'm right here. You know, you're thinking. Oh, you're you're going over your your thoughts. Yeah. You know, um, I was talking yesterday about um, how I had um, watched uh, Joel Osteen talk about power thinking. And uh, I wanted to kind of... um, piggyback on that a little bit more because I you know doing this situation it, it's imperative that we take more and more control of our thoughts because if you're not careful this thing can get away from you a little bit because it is so challenging on so many levels for all of us to be confined and then to couple that with so many people out of work right now and then to couple that with people are being asked to do homeschool duties when clearly that's not their thing. And then the children are so restricted now with their lack of movement and social activities that they're missing out on. I mean, these people miss graduations, proms this year. It's weddings that had to be canceled. So it's been a life-altering situation for all of us. And like I was saying yesterday, it's the first time in my life where everybody in the world has something in common. See, we all really do have something in common uh, anyway, but it took a crisis to point that out. See, we are all created by God. 
We are all his children. We are all created equal by God. Now, we've created some divisions in this thing ourselves and got some people thinking that they better than some people because of, of the way they look or what they believe or how they think or where they live or how much they make. But in essence, we should all be aware that we are so connected. The thing about this crisis is it is finally, for the first time, made all of us who have good sense realize that we are all connected, that we all have a responsibility for one another. See, what the COVID has done is made us realize that we truly are our brother's keeper. If we don't participate in the quarantine, if we don't practice social distancing, if we don't wash our hands, if we don't wear masks, guess what? We can wipe each other out. We can mess around and wipe each other out. And we're not, look, nothing's gonna happen to get rid of mankind. But let me tell you something. If you lose someone you love, that's devastating, man. That's absolutely devastating. So what this COVID thing has done has made me very, very aware of the connectivity between all of us that are humans. I have friends all over the world. That's the conversation when we talk. I don't care where they are. I don't care what continent they live on. If I talk to them from South America to Africa, to the Philippines, to the Middle East, to America, to all of the islands, the conversation is the same. So as we prepare to open back up these states, and it's just inevitable, it's not going to not happen. We have got to continue to be smart and take care of ourselves and one another, and especially your loved ones. You have to think about who you're in contact with because when you go home, you have to consider who may get affected at your house that's older than you and may not have the immune system that you have or may have a pre-existing condition. But in spite of all of that, you still have the power to choose God. You have that right now. You can choose to be what you were born and created to be. You can choose right now to be a child of God. That's what you are. You don't need anybody's permission. All you got to do is turn to him and say, hey, Lord, it's me. I know you ain't heard from me in a while, but listen. This has kind of been bringing some things closer to my attention and my focus. And I'd like to turn some things over to you right now because there's so much that's beyond my control right now. I really would like for you to take the wheel for a while because I have driven myself to this point and I really don't know where I'm going after this. My job is gone, but I'm pretty sure that you must have something else in place for me. I'm not sure about when we'll go back to work but I'm pretty sure you'll prepare me for that. I don't know how I'm gonna make these ends meet, but God, I've been through rough times before. This is a fine time for you to turn over the wheel to God and let him drive. I mean, really, y'all, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. God is available right now. Try it. Those are my closing remarks today. Wow, yeah, like it. Nailed Amen, it. Yeah. brother. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm.
Y'all have a great uh, another day. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 